0: Kuna, thanks for joining me today. It is good to have you here.
1: Thank so, you for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem, no problem. So, um, what have been your long-standing interests in the field of science?
1: Hmm. I guess I would probably say starting in high school. Uh, I had a really, really amazing biology teacher who opened my world to like the variety that goes on in- Science in general. She had us doing um, projects. I remember bringing in my first presentation on PKU in ninth grade. Not realizing now how much we have to talk about it in medical school, but it was the first time I saw such a variety to what science can be. Like you can go down the medicine path when we're doing dissecting on animals. You can go down with plants, and so it was kind of my first look into that. And then getting further and further along through high school and taking all these different science classes I was like oh this is this is a cool field and then finally into college I was in biochem and they just shipped a lot of different science classes at you but it really shows the variety that can go on into um kind of how science is
0: okay so the thing that really uh, it sounds like you have a diverse interest in the sciences because you know you can you can focus on several different things and do would you say that medicine is providing you that opportunity to uh, engage in a diverse array of studies
1: yes and no in a lot of ways like i will never probably again be doing analytical chemistry and seeing um lasers and working with tcms's to like the degree i was before Mm -hmm. however it's important to actually know how a lot of that stuff works because whether or not it's a clinical trial or understanding how a drug was made or just um, in general having a good sense of this, these things do manifest itself in medicine. Mm-hmm. So maybe not the direct aspects of what I used to do before, but I'm still utilizing it now. And it's, it's helpful to have that background. Oh, yeah. And so that's one nice thing. And then even like I saw the opportunity to do research. So I can still, if I want to get that wet lab experience in medical school, no one said I can only work with patients and never see the medical side, uh, never see the science side of things. I do get that opportunity as well to do that if I want to.
0: Okay, that's good. So, just for the lay people in the audience, what would you? How would you? If you had to give a short description, what is PKU? Before we continue, what would you say is PKU?
1: I <laughs> asked me medical school stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's phenyl- yeah. It's called It's like an issue, basically, um, how you process certain amino acids, such as tyrosine and phenylalanine. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, the patient. This is something that you can determine early in life. It's a Uh, autosomal recessive um disease and so when you do any of the genetic testing at the beginning of when a baby is born they usually get like a what's that thing called we don't i don't remember it was like a baby like when they take some blood from your foot and things like that Uh, Uh, thank you you. that's the word ignore i'll get better with my science terms in a little bit it's okay it's okay it's early um, early. Um, you can see from there, and then they end up having to just have a, they can have a very normal uh, quality of life. It's just you're going to have to modify their um, diet with the certain types of foods, especially meats, because a lot of meats have certain... Um, amino acids in it and you just don't want that to be a situation so you'll just have to modify their diet to mm-hmm. uh, work with that but when okay. i was in high school it was just like it was this and this and this and then by the time i come to medical school this is the um, biochemical understanding what's going on this is how it's metabolized but now from a medical standpoint this is how you treat certain things instead of just knowing the signs behind it, it's mm-hmm. knowing okay this is the patient who has this how would you take how you have a care plan for that patient so they can have the best quality of life. So I feel like that's the transition that's kind of gone from what I knew in high school to what I'm supposed to really know now. So yeah, I can. you can time to remember things.
0: So it sounds like it's penalties in the area, correct? Yes. Okay, so um, the thing I would say is I've had some experiences in that in graduate school, you come to graduate school, like yeah. I thought I had this understanding of organic chemistry and like chemistry fundamentals in the back of my mind. And yeah, when I come to graduate school, it's like, no, the fundamentals are much bigger than what you expected. Yeah. Yeah. So they're much broader. You need to broaden your base because you have a lot of stuff that you have to build off of yeah.
1: oh, all the time. It's just like they keep adding and adding. I'm like, please, please.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, I know what you mean. So how do you maintain view of the bigger picture in your career and in your life in general amidst obstacles and challenges? Like in this pandemic, how are you keeping, how are you seeing the forest through the trees?
1: So, I mean, I won't lie to you, when this pandemic initially started, I didn't really feel like the brunt of like, I can't leave my house, I can't see people because we were still in the middle of medical school. So like, everyone else is like, I don't know what to do on the weekends. I don't know how I'm not gonna see my face. I literally was like, I have all these things going on. The school was doing a huge, you know, transitioning us to online, figuring out how to do anatomy online. So it was like, a lot of my time was spent troubleshooting how to go on to online, you know, and checking in on my family. Everyone, thank goodness, was really safe. Both my parents work in some aspect of the healthcare field. They are seeing patients. And so um, it was like, are y'all good? Are you staying good? My dad was like, we wear masks in this house. We, we wash our hands. And so I, they were good. And so I just really was focused on school. And so it didn't really hit me at the beginning how, um, I mean, how isolating this um, virus has been for people until so I finally had my summer break. And then I was like, I'm free from my first year of medical school and I can't go anywhere. I literally cannot go anywhere. And so, you know, our school was able to create a really great um, pandemic medicine elective that we did online. And so I got to see my classmates and hear them talk, but it's just never the same as when you're in person. Um, So it was difficult once I finally was out of this bubble of med school, med school, med school work and like had to kind of focus on that. And it creates, and I'm very lucky I'd say because I have roommates. I know I have situations where people don't have roommates so they are literally in a house by themselves 24 seven. And um, it can make that hard, but I think the hardest thing for me was the fact that the days just kept bleeding. Um, you never—I sometimes I could get up in the morning. I'm like, I ah, this this is—I this is, don't know, this is Tuesday, this is Thursday, and so you can lose a sense of time, and then a losing a sense of a schedule. I was so used to going to school from 8 a.m. to this. I'm doing this, this to this to this, and we're so built. Humans do like that um, yeah, like sense the of the schedule, having a sense of you know, you having the next thing to do. And so it was like, I don't know what to do on this random Tuesday after my pandemic elective course ends because it's 11, 10 o'clock and I have a whole day and we were figuring out research and things. So it was losing a sense of a schedule first and trying to find one and build back one up. like. The gyms were closed. Like, figure out. I still need to exercise every day because I'm really now sitting at home. I'm not moving anywhere, and so it's it was a lot more instead of I'd say academic, figuring it out. Cause a lot of it was during my summertime. It was my own personal health obstacle to making sure I can still maintain a sense of great mental health because I'm constantly in the house all day. Physical health because you're constantly in the house all day. Social health making um, use of Zoom or a house party became a really awesome app to use in the summertime so I could talk to my friends who usually in the summertime i would go and see like i had trips planned to go and see them so it was really i would say that was more of my obstacles and then coming back into the fall when we started classes again it was a little different because our school had found a way, not um, found a way, but they, we have certain things that had to be in person. So that kind of gave me my time to see some of my classmates and have oh. a sense of the schedule again. Yeah, I know. Really to see my classmates again. It's yeah, I
0: know. I mean, it's just like, so it, it, it's a good experience when you can just be with people, you know? Yes. I mean, it's, just,
1: yeah. it, that, it's such, we, we're social creatures. And so I'm I'm a really social person. I, yeah, I really I know people. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here, I'm like, what am I thinking about? I'm just sitting here thinking of my thoughts. So being able to finally come back to class and then still see people and then have the schedule again, really kind of helped to take that blurb of the two, three months of the summertime where I'm, honestly, I can't even tell you about it because I don't even know what
0: happened. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Because people, when you you get to interact with people, especially people who you enjoy hanging out with. Yes. I, I think it invigorates you. It revitalizes you and then also add some weight to what you like you may be going through a rough time or you may be going through a good time but it helps yeah. to like sober you up help you realize either you your yes. situation is not as bad as it seems or yeah. like you're not as good as you think you are so <laughs> that yeah they, they, mm-hmm. help to, they help to sober you up definitely yeah. um so how have you been adaptive and creative in the field of science you what what has been your your creative niche what what did you say is it your learning style, your way you approach content? Oh. Hmm.
1: So I'm one of those trial and error type of people. That's oh, how yeah? I feel like I've lived my life since college because my tried and true ways from high school did not work in college. And it's always a, I kind of learn what I do. And I was never a big group studier at tech. I don't really feel like I know a lot of other majors, especially engineering you group studied, you did group projects. I think we had a couple of group projects in biochem. So I was never like gung ho group study. I had a good friend. We would study through a really difficult class and it was was worth it. But coming to medical school, having to lose this, it's not i shouldn't even use the word lose because that's not what you're doing you're gaining a new experience i sh- would say it's like i'm losing control on how i'm teaching myself by i'm um, having someone else teach me that's not what's going on you're working together two minds with who have different you know points of views or perceptions to how the inform- information is being presented and sharing and working together is how i consider group studying i had to get over the idea of like oh like it, it can only just be me but um integrating group studying into how I learn the material because the way people think about things the way they say things the way they come up with phrases to remember things have really helped me in terms of how I take in information and how I can present that information and learn it and retain it that's I think the hardest thing with medical school is they'll give you so much information and you'll you know you may get it by the quiz time but you know six months later they ask you that same question like I don't know but I still have like phrases and things that I remember from my friends speaking to me about and that's helped me to really conquer taking in lots of lots of information. In terms of like, I guess that's my way of saying I've adapted. Um, You know, I haven't, I don't know if I've really put my direct foot into the creations of science just yet, we'll hopefully, you know, do something along the way, but I feel like in terms of how I've learned how to study and how I've learned to really embrace working in groups and taking information and um getting it together in like a group setting has been something that's worked a lot for me um so yeah
0: that's good so are you involved in research
1: uh yes yes i am so this is research round two i was trying to do a little bit different this time i had my first experience in college and it was different but now i'm doing um research it's basic science research um looking at corneal wound healing um it was very different from what i initially was thinking but i wanted to try something out of my fields of interest i came in very much interested in women's health and still i'm very interested so i knew no matter what i could always do that but i wanted to delve into something else because medical school has just so many different specialties just as different um, things to do that it, I feel like I was um, doing myself a disservice without trying something different. So I do it um, with corneal wound healing and looking at how the innate um, immune system responds to corneal wound healing and um, how it better uh, better make. Let me find the better words. It um, improves or worsens corneal wound healing um, whenever some type of trauma occurs.
0: Okay. Wow. That sounds deep. So that's like ophthalmology, right? Yeah. Up, 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 up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So, um how do you maintain a balanced life given all your responsibilities and accomplishments? <laughs> how have you been trying to maintain a balance?
1: Well, t- fun fact, you asking me this now, a lot of my responsibilities have actually been removed off my plate. So the way our kind of our medical school works is usually during your the second half of your first year until the first half of your second year, that's usually when you do a lot of your leadership roles, whether it's like, for instance, I was a clinic coordinator or doing like um, SNMA, and then they transition it to the next group because by that point in your second year, this part in your second year, you typically start setting for the step exam. So you don't have that same amount of time. And then from there, you're going into your third year and on. So right now I have a lot more time, but before I really tried to utilize my Fridays, like they were my last Friday in my life. I, whether it was hanging out with friends or just taking a moment to breathe. And I just tried to find ways to, have fun in between the weeks usually Monday through Thursday it was business only like yeah. unless it was something impromptu or just a really cool meeting going on that I wanted to see I would typically just try and spend a lot of time um so focus on studying and then Fridays and occasionally on the weekends doing other fun things usually it was a lot of eating Augusta um I thought it was a lot of chain restaurants but I'm learning more and more they have a lot of they're bringing a lot of new stuff in and so yeah. um like we got did roller skate nights we would go bowling so i would just try and make sure like if i did my work like nine to five monday through thursday to make it to that friday quiz or whatever i was doing i give myself that time to take a break or i go on walks after my quiz with my friends we would just talk talk about how the quiz went how the week's going our goals or like what's the next step that we're doing just to like remind us of outside of medicine what you know who, who we are as a person Yeah.